Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad, the podcast. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And I'm Andy Griffiths, uh, Jose's lovely, lovely co-host. You can follow me at Gaming Goodness on Twitter. Uh, I'm kind of a gaming person, (laughs) PR-wise, worked in the PR gaming industry for for about 15 years now. Uh, And I'm a dad, like Jose. Uh, I've got a a, a son who's three. So in this podcast, we talk lots about parenting. We talk lots about anything else apart from parenting as well. Uh, It really depends what the mood strikes. So... Jose, how are you doing? How's your week been? Uh, I'm doing fabulous, especially when I throw something new to Andy and takes him a little while to adapt. <laughs> for it those always who always takes time. For those always who listen, who have been listening for a long, long time, if you hadn't noticed, it was a little different intro, and then Andy was like, oh, "Okay, let me try to do this," and then we had to do it again, and then I think. You know, it's a, it was a little rough, but uh, as always, he will get better and better and better, just like he has become a better and better, better dad that uh, he was three years ago. And that's what we do. We basically just talk about um, how to be a dad without a dad. Uh, Andy and I didn't have dads growing up, and now we're just sharing with you guys how you could just still be good, even though if you didn't have a dad. Um, when you grow up, you could still be a, a good dad. We're trying to be good dads, and we're just sharing with you guys not only our experiences as dads, um, you know, as parents, but as a people. Like Andy has been in the industry, in the gaming industry for 17 years, and I've been in the entertainment business for, I guess, the same thing, right? So we're, we're yeah, kind of yeah. the same age, and we're just talking about parenting. And uh, you talk about gaming, I talk about whatever i had to talk about <laughs> we create segments we have so it's pretty cool thanks for listening um andy how's everything over there everything is good uh spring's starting to kick in over here which means we can go out and, and do things more and spend our time in the outdoors even though obviously everything's closed due to covid and people aren't supposed to you know fraternize or do anything um but we're able to go out and go go to parks play around with balls play around with you know uh take a scooter out and, and go scootering so yeah it's all it's all going pretty well over here man how about yourself pretty good same old yeah, kind of the same we're still locked down uh there was a birthday uh last week it was just virtual and uh i think schools are, are about to reopen here kind of uh we have a we're in a special um program that is kind of homeschool so my son will not go to school until the next year which is kind of september i think so and you know we're just taking it day by day everything looks better thank god and hopefully one day i'll show up at andy's house with the uh, amazon uh gift box and just he'll let me in and we'll do a podcast from there or something but uh today we're going to be talking about uh andy had a special uh interaction with his son kind of scary and then i would also talk about my experience what was it that uh your son had so to give a little so, uh yeah back. so to give a little bit of an intro so my my son is is three um 
he is still going to nursery, which means he's still engaging with other kids uh, in a very small group. And occasionally he picks up cough and colds. Nothing too serious. We've, we've had loads over the three years. Not a problem. Oh, right. uh, with this one, he had a little bit of a little bit of a temperature. Not a problem whatsoever. He, he seemed fine in himself. He went to sleep. And then about two hours after him going to sleep, like we are, me and my wife, we're still up. He, he goes to bed at like a reasonable time, right? Like half seven or whatever. Uh, and we're woken up by him screaming, like screaming, screaming, screaming. Not like crying, screaming, like scared screaming. It's different. Like when you're a dad, you, you well, when you're a parent, you, you get to know what your regular screams are <laughs> from kids when they're crying, right? And this one, we go in and he's literally screaming, wailing, fearful, uh, but his eyes are closed. He's kind of like flailing around in his cot. Um, and you're like, oh, you go and you go, oh, shit. Is he having a fit? He's like, no, he's not having a fit. Because fits are like, come with lots of different rigid shaking and stuff like that. And, you know, drooling and everything like that. So we knew it wasn't that. And then we tried to essentially console him and go, oh, don't worry, it's okay. You know, calm down. We hugged him, picked him up, didn't work. He just wanted to be like, he was screaming, but left alone and like flailing his arms and his legs all over the place. Um, But like not in, 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 uh, not like a, a a reactive way, more like a like he was doing it almost deliberately. Tried to wake him up, couldn't really wake him up from this like weird kind of stupor. Um, and it was something. Basically, we 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 took him into our room, and he he loves PJ Masks at the moment, like absolutely loves PJ Masks. So basically, we just sat him down. Um, he was still flailing around a little bit. And then we turned the PJ masks on, had the audio quite loud, so it would kind of cut through. And then he slowly, this was over a period of about 10 to 15 minutes, he slowly started coming to and was okay. And then we picked him up and we hugged him, gave him some water, and then we just sat there and and watched his favorite show for a bit. Um, All that was super, super scary. haven't really experienced that as a parent before. Um, but the research that I did basically while he was still up and while he was quite dozy was these are called um, night terrors. Uh, There's something that kids can go through, young kids. It's a little bit analog- analogous to uh, sleepwalking with um, with adults or teenagers where basically the part of the brain that usually turns off activity or, or not activity turns off um, your the link the cognitive link between your brain and your body while you sleep. So, for example, you know you don't end up punching the, a window or whatever as you're trying to flee a monster in your dream or whatever. Um, essentially, that wasn't working properly due to his temperature. Um, so his temperature wasn't crazy high either. His temperature was was within you know tolerable limits. Um, it was just that the 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 night terrors have an increased chance of happening if you have a temperature. So yeah, that happened uh, around about two nights ago. It was really really freaky, um, and definitely kind of you know we had a lovely day with him up to that point, and then he fell asleep, and then that happened. It was um, yeah, proper proper scary. Scary. I mean, terror. I, I mean, is that what you look like that right now? <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like reliving it. It was. 
it was weird. I mean, me, me and my wife have talked about it a little bit, and apparently that happened once when he was younger, um, while I was away working. Um, my wife told me, but it was for a much more shorter amount of time. Like this one was like you know, like I say, over a fifteen and twenty minute period. And it was like, we'd pick him up and he'd still scream and still flail his legs and stuff. And then we'd put him down and he'd still scream and flail his legs. So it just got to a point where we didn't couldn't really interact with him at all. Um, we just had to kind of gently, co I guess, kind of coerce him out of it, if you like. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's really, it apparently is really common, um, but not many people talk about it. So I thought I'd mention it on the podcast just in case. Uh and yeah, I know that there's, you know, there's no need to worry. It wasn't a fit. Um, he's totally fine now. It was just a, a weird kind of reaction to a cold that he had. But yeah, just wanted to share it with you, Jose, and anyone else listening as well, just to see if it rings a bell or if you've, you've had anything like that your side. Well, thanks that you told me. You know how I am. I'm, I freak out if he's coughs. Imagine if that happens. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean... Well, I don't want to say good thing it already happened. So it's kind of like uh, like you already knew or sh uh, you guys already knew. And, you know, hopefully it's not a trend, but at mm. least you know what it is, right? It's always like when you don't know, right? It's always like the first time that something happens, you always freak out, right? So like yeah. I talked how my son decided to touch a curling iron. And I was freaking out. But when he told me he did it on purpose, I was like, all right, man, this is on you. You know, it's like, yeah. OK, I'm calming down. So kind of hopefully if it ever happens to us and hopefully touch on wood something, uh, it doesn't. Um, but at least we're prepared. Right. So basically, this is the whole purpose of this podcast. Right. To share things like this. And thanks for sharing it for me and for the people listening. But. Man, I mean, how did you handle that? I'll be, I, I mean, I will be like still crying or something. So I, um, for the first like two to three minutes, I was like, well, this is weird. And then like, obviously, try he's he's in he's not in a cot anymore. He's in like uh, a kind of a cot that's for older kids, where basically one side is completely down, and then the other three sides are up. Um, and went in and was like, oh, what's wrong? He must have had a nightmare. Whatever, totally normal. And then basically trying to, uh, he's usually woken up and he's usually crying and his eyes are open and his eyes weren't, weren't open. Um, um, and then my wife was dealing with him for a bit first. And then I was there for, uh, uh must've been, uh, like a few minutes before I was like, okay, let's pick him up and then pick him up. And he's still kind of like kicking away. Like he wants to get away. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was really, really, really scary. Um, I think my, my wife was quite calm throughout all of it. And because she told me that it was okay and that it had happened before, uh, that's kind of what calmed me down a little bit, but yeah, like 10 minutes in and it's still happening and we've taken into him in, into like our bedroom and he's laying down on a double bed. And like you try and interact with him and he's like, no, go away almost. But he can't say it because he's not like, you know, cognitively awake at that point. He's just like, Arr! yeah, it's really scary. Really scary. Now, so did you mention or did you? So it's it's he's still asleep. Did you? 
is it okay to try to wake him up? Did you try to wake him no, up? Are you supposed no. to? Or we, what is well, it? We, we, I, I mean, we did. We definitely did. Because it's your natural reaction, right? Is to try and wake them up uh, or wake him up. It was my natural reaction. But the thing is, you kind of can't. Like, that's why they're kicking you away. They're showing signs of distress, right? So the only time that we could stop him from, like, kicking or, or like, pushing against it or, like, flailing around was just to leave him alone. But he was still moaning and he was still, like, obviously in some kind of discomfort. So that's why we decided to take him into our room and just put him on the double bed because there's more room. Um, and he can just flail around and, and we can keep an eye on him. So if he's going to fall off the bed or whatever, we can catch him. Or if he's like he wakes up and he's super disorientated, which he, which he, he was, um, we could be there. Um, so when he eventually like opened his eyes and started stirring a little bit, that's when we just got into bed with him, just hugged him, let him watch a couple of episodes of PJ Masks and then start the bedtime routine again. Well, you guys are bigger men than I am. <laughs> I would have been, I would like, I'm telling you, like if I've been telling him to don't climb a tree, he falls down, breaks his arm. I'd be like, well, kind of told you. Right. But if something like yeah. that happens, how I, I don't, I would, I don't know. I will die inside first and then try to figure out what's happening and then start telling my, my girlfriend once again, why I cannot do this again <laughs> yeah. and uh, things like that. But so, An interesting thing kind of came to my mind. Uh, and I don't know if this ever happened to you before or has, or do you remember? Because you said something interesting that I, I still remember vividly uh, when I was little. And I must have been, I want to say, 10. Uh, once again, uh, if you guys have been following this podcast for a long time, I kind of don't remember much my, about my childhood like really young people do since they're like four or five i don't until like 10 but i still have glimpses here and there and one thing i remember is that uh how you were talking about how you know that happened to your son because of the fever i remember one time i think i had a fever i remember i had a fever and i had a dream that i was falling that that You know what? Everybody has had that dream that you fall and you mm. wake up. Well, this one, it was pulling me and I'm falling down and I cannot do anything about it. And then I remember waking up, but I'm still having the dream. And I'm tr I'm saying, help me and screaming. And and I remember uh, my mom was there and <laughs> this is weird, but I think there was somebody else there, either her friend or something. But I'm like... I know I have a fever and I remember my mom saying he has a fever. He must be daydreaming or whatever your brain is happening. So I remember having a fever and I remember having a, a dream that I'm falling and I'm falling. And I, I remember waking up because I see my room, but I still in the dream. So even though I'm awake, I'm kind of not and I'm falling and I'm screaming and I'm asking for help. And and it's it's an interesting thing that you're bringing this up because I still remember that that thing. And I still have that feeling because I still remember that very much. And the only way I, I know it was real is because I remember waking up and seeing the room, but I'm still falling and I cannot do anything about it. Do you think that's, that's because like the fever and everything is messing with my head? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, I, I think like 
I mean, I've only done a little bit of reading on it, but in the UK, like the NHS site is gospel and and, and amazing. Um, and essentially they never, they go into like all the details about not necessarily the chemical reaction that happens in your brain, but basically in your brain, there, there's loads of different chemicals. There's lots of different um, reactions going on. And if the temperature's turned up a bit, it can suddenly change. Um, but I think it's all like a likelihood thing. So he's had two already, which is really, really an odd. But the fact that you can remember it, Jose, is really interesting and kind of terrifying, right? Um, um like it's it's not <laughs> not it it wouldn't be normal i don't think but then i i'd be really sad if if my son could remember the night terrors that he had because like it's it's terrifying right um so yeah i i would imagine it would have been due to the fever that you had now um uh i always tell people how i have like either mental issues or whatever but i always try to meditate and uh, stretch and exercise for things, right? Uh, I'm always anxious. I, I suffer from anxiety and things like that, which is okay for me to say. If, you know, I hope it helps from people. You know, what I do is I meditate. I exercise. I'm always anxious. I'm always, I have a OCD, whatever you call it. Like, <laughs> I see everything in my house and it has to be a certain way. And if my girlfriend moves r2d2 to the left i will see it and kind of want to <laughs> fix it if the blind is literally not like on the right side i will notice and i'll have to go fix it that's who i am but there's been times where um either i'm meditating or i'm trying to like just close my eyes and then i had the same feeling that that kind of what i was describing where i feel a I become a little tiny, a tinier person in a yeah. in a in a room, and I feel like I'm going to fall, and the room gets black, and it's just it's like the room gets so big, and I'm falling. And the first time when I was younger, when I, that thing started to happen, I would get scared and kind of like come back from relaxing or just closing my eyes or stuff like that. But now I I know it's. It's just either me relaxing or my brain functioning. So I kind of embrace it. But uh, that still happens to me where like <laughs> if I close my eyes and try to relax, sometimes I go into something and then I feel like the black room is getting bigger. I'm just kind of falling down. And if you feel it, it's weird. I don't know if it ever happens to you, but you feel it. You feel it. You feel getting pulled and you go fall or something i don't know but i just want to share that with you <laughs> no I, i i definitely have that as well so um uh i wouldn't say i necessarily meditate but i love to read um and i love um basically when everyone else is in bed asleep and i'm still up and i just close my eyes and kind of just try and turn my brain off a little bit and i have the um the kind of thing where like i, I can It's not like an out of body thing, but it's more like I can see myself or I feel uh, kind of myself and where my position is in the room. And then I suddenly feel myself kind of peeling back a little bit. So when you said the pull thing, I totally, yeah, can totally uh, empathize with that. That's totally something I, that I feel. And it's a, it's a really, really good thing to do. I think when you have kids um, or a kid or you're in a busy house or whatever, and there's always noise. Uh, it's amazing to have some quiet time um, or have some time when you can't, you know, 
uh, when you're not distracted by anything. Those times are super valuable. And I think it has come to the point here at the house that I remember how when the lockdown started, I always told you like, oh, man, I feel like shit because I'm working or I'm trying to write a book and I'm not playing yeah. with my son. It has it has been so long that now I'm just like, go play. Get out of here. <laughs> go play. But and I'm pretty sure everybody's at that point, but hopefully it gets better. But yeah, man, it's it's. Uh, you're a bigger man than I am because even though you you look like shit, I would look worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still can't believe you're just here just talking about it. I will still be crying in a little ball and be like, what is this happening to my son? It definitely... I mean, this happened like... What was it? I, I think I said two nights ago earlier, but I think it was more like four nights. And like, it, it was... There was elements of like uh, what me and, me and my wife were sat on the sofa um, the night afterwards and going, what was that about last night? <laughs> What's the deal with that? When's that going to happen again? I hope that never happens again. Like, yeah, I, it's again, it's like, it's invaluable just having someone to share that experience with. Like if my wife was freaking out, I would have been freaking out. But because she was so calm, I was like, this is weird. You're usually the one that freaks out. Okay, fine. Hey, but so, yeah. um, did you guys have that moment that I think everybody in the world is having that you just said, well, at least it's not COVID. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Especially when it was like, I've never been so pleased for him to have a cold and him just to be like, like snot, just like flowing down his face. Um, because, yeah, COVID is, is a very dry thing, apparently. So, yeah, if you have lots of snot, you're, you're, you're totally okay. Um, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know how weird it it's... Uh, I had a I had a joke. Um, I created a, a joke, and this is not Andy's joke segment because it's kind of weird. Andy's joke segment <laughs> is special. It's all about parenthood. This one's just yep. my weird jokes that I come out in my weird mind sometimes. So I I use social media just to promote, and I just there to promote promote spam people and shit for. Uh, people to listen to this podcast or go watch my YouTube videos or, you know, get some uh, some beer so that they could help out the podcast and stuff like that. But um, I think I read a tweet where uh, it was something like, um, and it's kind of sad and weird, but it was, the tweet was like, uh, not COVID, but I just wanted to share with you guys that my dad died because he was in the uh, uh, hospital for a couple of, of years. and he. But it started with, the first sentence was not COVID-related, but I just want to share that, unfortunately, my, my dad passed away. And my mind was like, oh, okay. You know, like, that's kind of <laughs> weird now, right? We're in that situation where, like, okay, he died, but it was not COVID. Woo, thank God. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a stupid... Yeah, like he's still not here. <laughs> it's, it's a stupid joke, and I wanted to make it into a joke, which is... The, this is the joke where, like, you see it, and you're like, ooh, as long as it wasn't COVID, ooh, thank God, right? But if you think about it, we're in the in that stage of, like, uh, like as long as it's not COVID and he died from something else, ah, it's okay. You know, like, it's yeah. kind of weird now that... Because my first reaction when I read the tweet saying... Not COVID related, but I just want to share the bad news that my dad passed away. I was like, oh, okay, at least it wasn't COVID, right? And then it's kind of, we're in the in that position where like, and then I, I realized my reaction. I was like, 
Dick, he still passed away. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure everybody's like that at the moment. Like, if somebody says, like, you know, I'm sick, but it's not COVID, we're all like, whew, thank God. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we're in yeah, that. Totally, totally. I think it's um it's the big bogeyman at the moment, right? Uh <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. Talking about bad jokes. We have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. And the way that this segment works is that Andy tells a joke. And it's up to you to decide whether Andy's Jokes is a good one, a really good one, or a bad one. Which, most cases, it's not. It's always good. 100% goodness. Yep. And you could be part of this segment by sending us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And also, you could send us an email and give us a joke. So if you don't like Andy's jokes and you think you have a better joke, hello at josedelarroca.com. Let me remind you that this segment is brought to you by Sober Industries. Sober Industries, the leading provider of clown customs located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, oi, that was not it. That was the next, the other segment that I have planned. Anyways, I like my soundboard. You see, this is what I'm talking about, OCD, that I, every time I have something in order, I know where everything is. And if I don't put everything back in order where I think it is. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Portsmouth, England, because I just discovered that there's a Portsmouth, Ohio. Um, here is the wonderful, the main man, the guy who's bigger than I am, taller than I am, and a bigger man than I am. Andy with Andy's jokes. Take it away, Andy. I, I, I like that old music. It, it was sexy time music. I like that. It was good. Um, right. <clears throat> Only one joke this week. <laughs> uh, right. One joke. Okay. Earlier this week, I took my son to the zoo, but it only had one dog. It was a shit zoo. I'll say that again. Yeah, because I think you said it too fast. Okay. <laughs> Earlier this week, I took my son to the zoo, but it only had one dog. It was a shit zoo. <laughs> there we go. Uh, 100% good jokes, and you could be a part of it by sending us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. That is hello at josedelarroca.com. <laughs> Hey, the tamales are here. <laughs> you know what I need after that joke? I need some good-ass beer. And if anybody wants to have some great non-alcoholic craft beer, you could go and check out my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing Company. That is Hairless Dog Brewing Company. And if you go to their website, drinkhairlessdog.com. That is drinkhairlessdog.com. And put my code de la roca you will get 10% off your order that is drink hairless dog 
Backcom, drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code de la roca. You will get 10% off your order and you will help this podcast. And like I said in the podcast before, you will help me because I like the beer so much that I'm actually drinking one right now because I need a joke. I, I needed a beer after that joke. <laughs> Uh, I'm still surprised how you're just okay with all. I'm gotta tell you, man. That hasn't happened since, dude. Like, I if it happened again, I'd, I'd be if this is like a new phase once he hits three, like, screw that. But oh, yeah, no, at the but, moment, but you see, like, okay. if it happens again, you're going to be like, ah, I already know what it is. Let him, let him pass. Let him. Kinda, it's weird, right? Because it, it, it's because it looks so much like a fit to a certain extent but then you realize he's timing his groans with certain movements and he wants you to go away so yeah it's quite similar to him wanting to go to poo to be honest um but sleeping it's weird (laughs) (laughs) talking about poo you saw my poopy machine before the podcast i was like oh andy let me go to the restroom before we uh because for some reason i always need to go to the restroom before uh, we record, but I went to the restroom and then I found I found a little boy cleaning his booty, and then uh, I went to the restroom and then the guy who was cleaning his booty was talking to Andy with the headphones on, <laughs> on top of the chair, <laughs> talking to the microphone like a pro. He was. He was way better than me. <laughs> I don't know what you guys talked about, but uh, I remember he just. I think you asked him, "Do you like PJ Masks?" And he's like, "Hell no, I don't watch yeah. that anymore." I'm past that, sir. <laughs> that was like, do you know what that was? That was typical, uh, the uncle that you see at Christmas thing, where he's like, you remember that thing that you liked when you were like five? It's like, no, I'm 28 now. <laughs> I'm not into that stuff anymore. Like, leave me alone. That's what that was. That's how it made me feel. But he, it, it was good to talk to him, man. He's, he's, he's cool. He's a cool dude. Uh, they keep saying that he's acting like me and I feel bad for my girlfriend like always but like I said this boy doesn't look anything like me but I'm going to make him act like me uh, well anyways I gotta give you big props for you know being a dad uh, I came with an analogy that I wanted to share with you guys about parenthood and um, because I think we we've been reading how you need to like kind of explain kids why you're doing things instead of saying because I said so or we've been reading things or you know why am I mad and why are you getting punished you gotta explain them so they could understand and maybe not do it again but when you explain it here in the house for 15 times I just you know just get out of here you know like sometimes I'm like I tried to explain it for 15 times you know the 16th time you gotta like get mad a little bit right but we were going through all that stuff and then I remember thinking about how, um, like, I forgot who said it or I read it or something, how, you know, some at some point you're going to throw the I made you, so, you know, card to your kid. You know, I made you so I could do these things. And I don't think I, I feel that way. And I don't think I ever will do that because I think I have said it many, many times that, the reason I'm trying to do everything for him is because he wasn't, you know, he didn't ask to be born, right? It's something that yeah. it kind of was my decision to made or 
if you want to put it into weird context, my mistake of doing it or or we planned it or whatever the occasion for you, the listener, is, is happening, you know, it's something that you made, right? So when I heard that phrase or when I read it, I forgot what it was, kind of threw me off because why would anybody say that to a a son or a daughter, right? I made you, so therefore something, right? It's kind of you own them, which is the stupidest thing ever. And yeah. it, it reminded me of like, you know, a kid is like, you know, having a kid is is like getting a a house, right? You wanted to get the house, so you got the loan. So now you're responsible for the loan, and it's your responsibility to pay the loan, to take yeah. care of your house. And if you don't take care of your house, they're going to take it away, right? Or like if you don't pay the loan, your credit score is going to go bad, right? Or if yeah. you don't work, you're not going to you're going to get fired and then you're not going to be able to pay the house. So for if anybody has ever has had their parents say I made you, therefore you do this or something like that, it's kind of, you know, Andy didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to be born. So if I ever had my parents say I made you, I'll be mad and hopefully I never say that. Maybe I would, but I would backtrack and say I'm sorry, but that stupid word got me thinking of how like stupid it would be to say that because you know and so and you know I didn't protect myself. So therefore I made uh, my girlfriend pregnant and then when she said that I was going to become a parent, I decided to man up and take care of that person and stuff like that. And I know there's so many different situations out there. Like, let's just say you didn't plan it or unfortunately mm. something happened to you. But, you know, you had to man up and take care of things just like you will take care of a house or you will take care of a, a, a mortgage or stuff like that. So for me, it's like that's a really bad phrase to ever say. And I feel that every parent should know that you decided or, you know, unfortunately you didn't take care of yourself and it was a oops or you had to, you're an adult, right? And there's some weird instances like, you know, when, you know, we're talking about rape and stuff like that. That's just, we, I'm not going to go there, but it's just a weird situation. But most of the time it's because either you didn't take care of yourself, you didn't put a condom on or you know, the one side wanted it and the other side didn't do it and didn't explain to each other they were in a weird relationship or you were too young, too dumb, but still it's a responsibility you have or whether you decided to do it. So you had to understand that if you have kids, you cannot put the I made you so card because none of us, including your kids, asked to be born, right? So I just wanted to throw out that and I don't know, what do you think? Am I... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely heard that expression be used, um, and it, it, it's you're 100 right. Like everyone's, uh, everyone's scenario, everyone's circumstances are slightly different, um, and I think ultimately, like everyone loses their patience with their child or children. Like it's totally natural to do that. It's totally natural to feel like, ah, why wouldn't you just do X? 
but ultimately it's what you do with that right um i always think um that kids are you kind of have to be within yourself a little bit with kids you can't be like you can't wear your heart on your sleeve 100 percent because if you do that like it exposes that 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 anger too quickly um and you know i think that's where that expression comes from or you know because i told you so or oh can you not just do this oh can you grow up or oh can you stop crying for a second or whatever like you know those aren't um my wife always has a really good thing which is like you never tell someone to calm down because that doesn't help right nobody likes being told to calm down but if you say hey can you just uh let's take a let's take a few deep breaths together let's figure this out let's focus on something else um that usually works a little bit better but i do you know it's it's perfectly natural to have an outlet right it's it's perfectly natural to show your you know your 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 anger some way but you just don't want to do it in a way that makes the situation worse or makes the child feel worse or makes the the you know the situation worse you know you want to diffuse the negative energy that's in there you don't want to add to it um that's easiest the easiest thing in the world to say but to actually do it is is really hard um and i think you know being a parent a lot of it is just taking care of yourself making sure you're getting enough sleep making sure you're eating the right food making sure you're you're kind of mentally a, a, aware and around and and available and i think from there things just become a lot easier um is when you don't have a lot of sleep it's when you you know you're battling a cold or or flu or whatever and you're not 100% that's when I think that's when bad stuff can can sneak in, or when your kid wakes up screaming and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> yeah, well, th to be honest, dude, like he held all the cards there, right? Like he was screaming the house down. Like he, I wasn't gonna go, ah, you know, calm down or you know, whatever. It was more like, you know, just try and help as much as possible because that that stuff, you know, any of the scary stuff like diffuses the anger like immediately, doesn't it? Um, you know. It's funny, it should, it's think. funny that you said uh, uh, that your wife says, let's take a breather because I think I've been doing that a lot with my son because I think he has the same like, ah, like anxiety or I don't want to. Uh, I'm pretty sure most kids at his age do and they cannot wait. They cannot relax. They cannot understand that we're talking and they want to interrupt and they're the center of attention, especially around here. But um. I think I have said it so many times. Okay, let's breathe. Let's breathe. Take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. I mean, to for everything. I think even uh, I created a game where we have all these Avengers that I got them a couple of years ago. So we put them on the ground and they we separate them. And then uh, we get all the balls and we just throw it at them. And I put three, <laughs> three points where we could throw the balls. And each point has a point system. So the closest one is one point. The one in the middle has five points. And the one in the back has ten points. And depending where you throw the ball, and if you hit one adventure, that's how, how much points you get, right? And then we do a competition between him and I, and that's how we we uh, play once in a while. And uh, um, so sometimes he would, like, uh, just hit the ball really bad. So sometimes I would have to be like, all right, look at the adventure. And then now he's doing the eye-to-eye -eye thing. He's, like, doing this yeah. thing, like, where you point at your eyes and point at somebody else. And he does that, which is super, super fun. And then um, and sometimes I'm like, all right, just get in position, take a deep breath and throw it. So uh, the deep breath is it's a big thing right now, especially because uh, sometimes I had to do it because I had to do it because 
I really need to relax or I just need to understand that, you know, we're just healthy and we are paying the bills. So it everything else doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, sometimes I had to do it myself. I've been, you know, stretching and meditating a lot lately. And because, you know, we're living in a world society. But it's funny that your your wife says that because it's been happening here a lot. I think it's a great piece of advice that's always valuable. Um, I think that's why, or like, just take a walk or whatever. What I've done, started doing with my son, which is quite cool, is that um, we we've got a giant yoga ball thing, and like, if he's like got tension or whatever, he's got like a space hopper thing, which is like a giant inflatable ball, and I've got the yoga ball, and basically we just pass it to each other, and then if he's frustrated with me, he'll full on kick it at me. <laughs> And then I'll pass it to him back. But it like it's just an outlet for it. It's just a way to get it out. And he knows that it's a safe space. And he knows that it's a safe thing to do. And he doesn't hurt anyone. And like, yeah, I just, you know, you've got to do what works for you. Like every kid's totally different. And like that, that Avengers game is a fantastic idea, right? Because it just takes his focus away from whatever's going on and just dials it in and funnels it into something. And I, I think that's what it's all about. I mean, I, I can't wait to play football with my son. That's going to be amazing because that's what football was always for me. Or, or, you know, soccer, whatever. The the round ball that you don't use with your with your hands. Uh, <laughs> the football uh, with your feet. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait for that. And I think the other thing as well is like we're all, we're all cooped up inside at the moment. Like I, I don't know what the weather's like in LA, but in... In the UK, the, the weather's starting to get a little bit warmer, so we're starting to go out a bit more, and that, that helps as well. Just getting out of the same location that we're all in. Um, yeah, that helps. And, I mean, what can you do when somebody speaks like this? Thank you, Percy. <laughs> exactly. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la roca to get 10% off your order that is de la roca d-e-l-a-r-o-c-a anyways i wanted to uh first of all thanks say thanks to everybody who still listens but i have a new segment because it and i guess i've been thinking a lot about this podcast um um because i like doing it with andy and nobody else and only andy that's why i'm always waiting for him to say yes record and him but I give you a pass this week because your child was going to a lot that I still can't believe you guys went through together, but that's what families are for. But I was thinking how this podcast is very, not only into the gaming industry, entertainment business, and we have so many things alike, but we also are very musical. I'm always listening mm. to music. We just had an episode where you were talking about not only the movie Tron, but how you listen to the soundtrack over and over and over again when you go uh, running and things like that so I decided to actually because I'm always listening to something different every week and I don't know what Andy's taste is one thing I think one time we were talking about um uh you know your 
your playlist or what people should be listening to. And then you gave a band, uh, uh, a British band. Yeah, I probably said Billy Talent. They're Canadian. I probably mentioned those guys. I think you said a, a, a band, like a very like electronic band. And then uh, our friend Chatty P said, oh, he's right. That band is really good. And then I tried to listen to a couple of them and it was kind of weird. And I was like, nah. And then he's like, well, you had to listen to this one instead. And I was like, all right, fine. Uh, but I have different tastes. I have. It's funny because if you see me, you will think uh, I have one taste and one taste only in music. Yeah. But I have. I'm one of those that I could actually say I like all kinds of music because I hate it when people say, oh, I like everything. But as soon as you, you throw a, a genre, they're like, well, not really, you know, because, <laughs> you know, I still like country. There's so many things. I think the only one they, I like classic. I love classic. Uh, the only thing that I yeah. really don't like is um, like the heavy, heavy, heavy metal. The one that you can't even <laughs> that type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I guess it is true that I don't like all kinds of, you know, music, but I wanted to create a segment called What Are You Listening? And the way it works is that we're just going to be telling everybody what we are listening at the moment. Uh, and this week, I've been listening to uh, this great band that I really, really love. And um, believe it or not, I found this band because I used to watch Conan O'Brien a lot. And Conan, the same way as Jimmy Fallon, they're very musical uh, hosts. They're, they they play Uh, music they play instruments they sing and stuff like that so they're always bringing this interesting bands and stuff like that so uh this band performed at conan and i've been a huge fan ever since and then i was just listening to their essentials and there were some cool songs there that actually one of the songs reminded me of my son so that's how this thought came so the the point of this segment is basically we're just going to be sharing what we're listening to Uh, with you guys at the moment maybe you guys will like it maybe you guys won't uh, I don't know if you do you know who Chromio is no I've never heard of them you never heard of them no let me see if I could play something you love so strong that's a hundred proof that's one uh i like nice. this one because it's, i think even uh, my son likes it you're a sexy socialite all you do is socialize and you're always so polite and your outfit tantalize when you want to spend the night all you do is roll your eyes and crush on you so they're, they're really okay go like they ever heard of okay go right i think i only heard the one that everybody heard but uh that is that how it is Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're quite si well. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't go as far to say they're similar, but yeah, it reminded me of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, so Chromio, I saw them on Conan a couple of years ago, and I've been in love with them. So every time, their songs are very uplifting. Uh, some some songs are very European. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Like that European techno having fun yeah. time sounds very European for to me. And um, this song, it reminded me of my, my son. I was listening to it today. Uh, and it's a funny one, but let me... 
Oh, where is it? Uh, 143. Here you go. So uh, it's happening to you too, uh, Andy. So your your boy is turning into a mama's boy, and my yeah, son yeah. is a mama's boy. So every time you feel like he just tells you uh, when you go to his room and you say you want to play, and he says no, mommy, just be like, oh really? I, so he's on Spotify, so that's awesome. So I'm definitely going to listen to him because he sounds like he sounds like someone completely up my street, mate. He sounds really cool. Oh, it's a band, so it's two guys. Uh, and nice. So, uh, so yeah. Next time your son tells you to fuck off, you just be like. And then you close the door and be like, "Get out of here." So yeah. So go check out it's Chromio. Chromio. C H R O. M-E-O, and it's one of my favorites. I've been listening to them for a long, long time. They have so many cool songs. They even have, they just came out with a new album. It's called Clorks. I mean, with a new song in a brand new album that is called Lockdown or something. It's about Clorks. <laughs> <laughs> So they have really good songs. Every song sounds like they're having fun. Sometimes they record a song like Clorox Wipe and they're having fun with it. There's some songs that are really, really good. I mean, really amazing. So go check them out. That's what I've been listening this week. Uh, Andy, what have you been listening? So I, I brought up Spotify on my phone uh, as soon as you mentioned that you were going to do this. So uh, my kind of my music tastes are almost stuck in like the 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 tens or the noughties if you like um so i always like listen to a bit of jimmy Eat world uh, a bit of less than jake like kind of punk ish light punk stuff um so yeah uh i've also been listening to a lot of public service broadcasting as well i think was the one that, that Charlie p was mentioning uh, that you mentioned earlier um yeah i think music for me again it's it's that escape thing right um but usually when I'm listening to music, that's kind of why I go running, really, is that it's the only time that I actually just turn off my eyes a little bit and just listen to music. Um, so, yeah, a lot of less than Jake at the moment, just because it's it's good to run to. It's energetic and it's kind of got a little bit of angst behind it as well, which is kind of what I need, especially when I'm working and stuff. And do you still listen to the Tron soundtrack? Every now and yeah, then? definitely. So I, I'm, I'm like, I'm still like a massive soundtrack dude. Um, uh, so like, I, the one that I, <laughs> that I have sometimes when I'm working is uh, the Thunderbirds Are Go soundtrack, <laughs> which is like crazy dramatic. It is a kids' TV show, but it's like proper cinematic stuff. Um, so yeah, that that would probably be my pick for this week in terms of soundtracks. Like that, that one's just ace. Um, really, really good. Wait, how come I not? Oh, okay. Oh, I could play. Can I play? Oh no. But I own this thing. 
uh anyways um i was going to play one of the best soundtracks for uh but it's i cannot play it why can i play it anyways uh baby anyway so if anybody wants to go check out a really good soundtrack it's called baby driver um oh yeah 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 uh i wanted to play it but of course do you oh, know what I, uh, can i so i actually crashed a car to that cd before yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was listening to that CD. I had this is back when I was at Free Jam. I had Microsoft in the office. I uh, our office was based in a place called Gunworth Keys. Super like uh, it's like an outlet shopping center. It was always always bloody busy. And I had my first ever car was a Merc. It was a Mercedes Benz A one eighty D because I rented it. Uh, I couldn't afford it. Uh, I was paying like way too much a month for it, but I, it was when I needed to drive clients around. So I needed to, to look cool. And uh, basically baby driver was like the first real, it had a CD player in it. And it was, it wasn't like the first car that had a CD player, but it was my first car. So you're talking like, you know, four, five years ago, something like that. At Microsoft in the office, they needed feeding. Nobody would deliver. And the person who I said needed to sort out food for these guys, basically they effed up, they wouldn't do it. So I was like, don't worry, I'll phone up a place that I know that's local. We'll get some sandwiches, get a platter and whatever. And I, uh, a, a producer who I worked with was called Louis. He was like super young, like inexperienced and a bit green. And I was like, I need you to come help me. Um, and then we we parked up behind this place super busy you're talking height of lunchtime in 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 portsmouth and portsmouth is quite a densely populated city park outside the place like my car is rammed full of sandwiches stinking out the upholstery stinking out everything and i'm like ah oh, man this is such a bad idea um and we're late by like half an hour uh to pick it up so we're late coming back to pick up the line to drop off the lunch and i have to park it up down there like so they have the shopping area is like the ground floor and then they have under under car park area um under ground parking basically multiple levels drive around my parking space is gone someone's nicked it so i'm having to go to the public area to park and it's completely rammed like everyone and their mom has decided for whatever reason for that day to go shopping and then this person like in front of me took they're trying to park in a bay whole parking spaces uh, there's no parking spaces left at all there's like three sparking parking spaces left that i see and this person's taken so long to park like six attempts at like trying to get into this goddamn bay and i'm like i can see a spot in the distance someone's gonna friggin' nab that stop i can't let somebody nab that spot i need to get the sandwiches out to the microsoft guys <laughs> so instead i'm like this car parks one way but mentally i'm like no fuck that i'm not gonna adhere to the one-way thing because i I can see that spot right there so i'm gonna drive into that spot go against the one-way thing and go in it if you listen to this never go against the one-way system in any car park for a good reason and then a guy comes towards the parking spot adhering to the one-way system whereas i haven't right and i'm like he's got nothing to do he's not important i'm important in this situation my car's stinking of like every single meat topping you could ever get in a goddamn sandwich. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to drive straight into this spot. This spot is by a pillar. I try and drive into this spot. I'm like, this car's new. I have to give it back. It's quite expensive. 
I'm going to do everything I can to avoid this pillar. I avoid the pillar, fine. But what I don't afford, uh, avoid is the Ford Galaxy people carrier that's <laughs> parked next to it. Uh, and basically, I scrape it from the quarter panel, rear quarter panel, to uh, basically their driver's door. And my car's fine. You wouldn't know that anything's happened to my car. But their car is like, I've fucking driven into it at like 40 miles per hour. Like their cars like looks like an absolute mess. And then I'm like, oh, great. Well, that's happened. And then he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, no. It doesn't matter. Um, so I run up to <laughs> basically take the sandwiches with Louis, run them up to the office because the Microsoft guys are waiting in the office. And I'm like, I'm going to come straight back down and tell people what's happened. I'm not going to try and reverse out and choose a different parking space. I'm going to own this. By the time I get into the lift to go up, drop the sandwiches off, make sure everyone's okay. It's about 25 minutes. When I come back down, <laughs> I've got a um, the parking like attendant guy for this underground car park is like looks distressed and distraught. And I'm like, hey man, it's okay. And he was about to like riot up my car for something. And I'm like, hey man, don't worry. Yeah, I did that. That's my thing. I'm I'm sorting out. Uh I, I crashed into this person. I yeah, it's my my fuck up. He's like, oh, don't worry. I was just about to call the police because I did uh you've crashed into someone. Uh and uh, basically, I, I thought that you just gone away and just not taken um, thing of it. But we got it on camera. I was like, "Yeah, it's totally fine." So I left a number, mobile phone number on a on a windscreen, and then she called me up, and then it was all fine. Um, but yeah, that was really shit. So, so how, what... how do we even get on with that? Uh, yeah, that was due to that amazing soundtrack that had me pumped up, which is really good. Uh, but I do think it probably caused a me to have an accident right, so, the so anybody who hasn't watched that movie so um i think um it's one of those movies that uh it catches you from like zeros you know those movies that you kind of had to understand it and maybe catches you at minute 30 and then yeah. you know gets better and then finishes this one is like here we go this is who we are and you're going to be on the edge from number zero. And as soon as I started watching the movie, it was like the best music and it kept getting better, kept getting better and kept getting better. So it's basically bad guys who rob people and they have this driver who isn't like better than a race car driver and yeah. whoever you, you think a uh, 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 getaway driver, a superman getaway driver that's this kid and this kid is a kid he's like 18 19 and his thing his shtick is that he's always listening to music and he's driving with the music so he has to have a song enabled to drive the way he has to drive right so he yeah. needs to have he has a playlist and he has to there's a scene where he he stops and everybody's chasing him, and he needs to look for the right song. So he stops. He's looking for the right song. He finally finds the songs, plays it, and starts driving. So it's an amazing soundtrack. I think it was one of the first times I heard this guy's. Um, oh, it's not playing. But I think this is the first song. And then it's a really good soundtrack. Yeah. 
It has amazing everything. I mean, that's bell bottoms, right? Yeah. By John Spencer Blues Explosion, I think they're called. Like super Elvis heavy stuff, but good stuff. Everything. Oh uh, yeah, like yeah. So Baby Driver, uh, the soundtrack. It's I think one of the best soundtracks I ever heard. Uh, you know which other movie has a really good soundtrack? Um, I think I already said it. Uh, uh, Night's Tale. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it does. It got loads of Queen, right? Is that right? Yes, and it has a lot of stuff. So there you go. So that's our segment. It's called "What Are You Listening To?" So for anybody to do a recap, uh, go listen to Chromio and uh, go listen to Baby Driver soundtrack. And what else are they supposed to be listening? Uh, less than Jake. Uh, they're always great. Uh, great stuff. I don't think they make any new stuff anymore, but you can find loads of their their old stuff around. Uh, and public service broadcasting. Give them a listen as well. Really, really good stuff. I think it was one of those that uh, Chatty P said that were really, really, really good. And I was like, okay. So I've seen them twice. They, they're, they're like from... <laughs> they're really good. They're really good live as well. They're really freaking weird, but they're really good. Yeah. Anyways, before we go, uh, do you have anything to say? Anybody to say thanks to or any last thoughts? Uh, yeah, um, massive thanks to you, man. Um, always coming up with good ideas. Um, sorry I whiffed on the intro, uh, but we're all good. Um, uh, <laughs> massive thank you to everyone that listens, especially if you've gotten this far. Uh, help us out by sharing the podcast if you can, or leave us feedback, leave us comments on how we can get better. We're always interested to in hear that. Um, but yeah, just a massive shout out to my wife for helping us out with the episode <laughs> that we had earlier in the week um and uh yeah a massive shout out to my mate kieran um who is uh his his little one's currently uh four months old and uh he's you know everyone struggles at that age it's it's one of those things first six months is tough so yeah massive love to him and his family everything gets better when they get older hopefully they don't wake up screaming and kicking and you don't know what to do because i don't know i think if everything happens i'll be calling andy and be like is this supposed to be facetiming him and everything <laughs> where could people find you you can find me at gaming goodness <laughs> on <see>? twitter <laughs> you, you you surprised me i had a <laughs> banana in my mouth um you can find me at gaming goodness on twitter which is uh g-a-m-i-n-g-g-o-o-d-n-e-s-s that's at gaming goodness on twitter uh says the boy eating a banana that about a year ago he didn't know what a banana was anyways my name is jose <laughs> jose de la roca and you have been listening to dad without a dad till next time goodbye you're just a mama's boy you're just a mama's boy you're just a mama's boy. You're just a... <laughs> Man, you totally took me by surprise. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to throw back to me. Uh, but that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, I caught you with that big banana in your mouth. You did the biggest banana I've ever seen. <laughs>